0: Good morning. I flipped the switch and it was already on and I turned it off. My name is Alex Barrett. I'm the campus pastor here at a Church in the Valley. And we are in the middle of a series called You Fit Here, which we launched last week. And over the course of this series, we're talking about community. And uh, as we talk about community, we are wanting to describe our church, kind of how God has put us together. And really with the intent of, of how you can... Uh, become a part of what God is is building here at Church in the Valley, uh, Alhambra. And if you missed last week, I encourage you to uh, listen online. You can always listen to message. If you go to churchinthevalley.com, click on the Alhambra campus. Uh, You can stream online. You can also subscribe to our podcast. If you go to your podcast service and you type in Church in the Valley, Alhambra, uh, you can subscribe And each week. uh, You'll get the, uh, the Sunday morning message delivered to your smartphone or however you listen to podcast. If you missed that, I encourage you to do that. Uh, this week, I'm continuing this idea of fitting into community and what that looks like. And i am going to be talking about how the church community is a place where you can belong. It's a place where I can belong. And to do that comes in in some specific ways. And so I'm kind of going to dig into that and draw out the scripture. And my hope is that you will see just where you are and kind of the next step that you can take wherever that you are. And That's what you find a relationship with Jesus is like. He always meets us where we are, but he never wants us to stay there. He wants us to grow and to learn. And ultimately, the question of following Jesus is am I going to follow him where he leads me? And that happens in our individual life, and that also happens in uh, our life as a church community. We want to be following the Lord Jesus and then keeping in step with him and doing what he uh, commands us to do. And so, this series is all about community. But at the same time, because of that, it's somewhat counterintuitive. I believe that we live in a time where we have the most access to information because of technology. We have the most access to being connected to people because of social media. But at the same time, I think we feel more alone than ever. And that's because with the rise of social media, with the rise of technology, which is good things, it kind of gives us this false sense of relationships. And what I mean is, is sometimes because of the inundation of information, and because of the fact that we can connect with people, it kind of feels like we have these relationships that we're getting all sorts of facts and information. However, just because you connect with someone socially through social media, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually connecting with them relationally, right? Have you ever applied filters to a picture that you've taken? Or you've edited it and you just want it to appear in a certain way because how it appears as it seems is not what you want. No one, me neither. I have never done that. But I'd like us to watch a video. And this is like not to, you know, make you feel bad inside. But this is a video called Are You Living an Insta Lie? See if you find yourself in any of these pictures. guilty of, are you living in this life? I thought that's actually fascinating because what it is, is kind of like life, life stops to capture a moment and we can allow people to see that moment however we want them to see it. But actually in relationships, if you look at that couple on the couch, he's trying to watch a show and she's bothering him. That's kind of like real relationships, right? Like you can see the conflict, but on the picture, you'd never know that existed. I think my favorite's the juice cleanse guy, you know, like, new me, like new year, you know, it's new year, January. And the dude, he just throws it straight away. It's like, you know, that, that'd be a great picture. Forget this. And he just tosses it in the trash. You see, you don't see that. But what happens is because of things like social media, which again, they're not bad in itself. We can allow people to see what we want them to see. However, that's not what community is. And we also live in a time where even in the workplace, it's easier to be isolated and pulled away from a group of people than ever before. Working remotely is kind of a new norm in work culture where people just kind of work by themselves on projects with themselves, occasionally get back with people and we're we're isolated. We live in neighborhoods where we rarely maybe even interact with the people that we live 10 feet by. We see them, we pull in garages, we close garages, we go into our house. And if you're in a family life and you've got kids and teens or spouses, roommates, you know, that picture of everybody looking at their phone at the same time. I mean, sometimes I go home and it's connecting with my family and it's like, hey, like, what, what are you playing? What game and what, what video are you watching? And that, that's real. Relationships have turned into many people no longer interacting with each other. And so to talk about community, you actually have to talk about some of the tension that we are faced in today's culture. And that is that despite feeling more connected, I believe that we're more alone. Despite technology as helpful it is, it actually can wind up creating barriers and walls that exist between each other. Now, this isn't like, you know, at the end of service, we're going to have a box and you just drop your cell phone in there. Because I'd be really busy that the next few days playing all your games, right? But there is a sense in which we have to realize that. As we talk about community, specifically if you're a Christ follower, we live in a time where I think less and less people actually know what real community is. Isolation is normative. Doing life as an individual your own way is what normal people experience. And so as we talk about church community, we have to battle our own individualism ourselves We also have to battle the fact that people aren't used to interacting with people in a real way, other than maybe the people that they've known their whole life, their family, their really close friends. So as we talk about community, there's certain barriers that exist. These barriers, though, are no reason to ignore the importance of community. The reason is, is God has actually wired us to exist in community, in life with other people. To ignore community is actually to ignore part of the design that God existed us for a relationship, not only with himself, himself, but also with other people. And he's designed the church to be a place where the community of his followers, brothers and sisters in Christ, band together to accomplish his mission. There's actually nothing better than experiencing a relationship with Jesus and the community that comes with that. It can't be found anywhere else. There's actually a certain refreshment that comes from life in community. Now, refreshed, according to the dictionary, is this. If you look up, it says to give new energy and strength to someone. I think all of us, this idea of new energy and new strength, it's very appealing. But what community does, this is actually aligning us with how God's designed life to work. It gives us this refreshment because we're doing life his way. Not by ourselves, not alone, not just me and Jesus, but actually within the context of a group of people. So to walk with God is a personal relationship with him, but it's actually as well connected to a church community too. And so to talk about community, we have to realize the barriers, but at the same time, we have to push past them. And if we push past them, We can experience this type of refreshment and this type of impact. Now, to experience refreshment, it it may not actually come as you think. Now, how many of you would would like, as we look at January 2018, like new energy and new strength for your life? How many of you, that, that appeals to you? You can raise your hand. Don't be shy. All of us are drawn to being refreshed. That appeals to us. What you find as you dig into the scriptures and as you walk with God and you do life his way and you do what he says and you follow him in this relationship that he has with us as you decide to make him the leader of your life, refreshment doesn't come just through an app. You can't download it. It can't just be input into your life. According to scripture, choosing to be a refreshment actually brings refreshment. And that's counterintuitive as well. All of us want new energy and we want new strength. But according to the scripture, for you to experience this refreshment, that energy and strength, you actually have to choose that, choose to be that in the lives of other people. This is what it says in, in Proverbs. This is like where all the, the wise sayings are collected. And these are very helpful. Sometimes they're just short verses like this. Proverbs eleven twenty five. it says this, a generous man will prosper he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. OK, this verse, not many words, but it's actually packed a lot of meaning. The generous man here is described as somebody who blesses others. That's what it means to be generous. You choose to bless the people around you. And this picture is one of you're not kind of demanding people give to you, but you decide to take the initiative with others. That's what it means to be generous. You, you choose to, to bless You do this by loving the people around you, taking initiative to meet needs, getting to know people, asking them their story, where they come from, where they're headed, encouraging them with your words, choosing a kind attitude. All these things that you choose are ways that you are generous and can refresh others. And so for us, as we talk about community many times, the question is what's in it for me? You may find yourself doing that, and that, that's like actually normal. Anytime you go somewhere, you're always thinking, what can I get? However, in church life, and in the community that God draws together in his kingdom, it's actually opposite. It's not what's in it for you. It's what can you do to strengthen it? What can you do to bless others? The actual initiative is on you. But what you find in the scripture is that God, he comes through. A generous man will prosper. The prosper there means to thrive. As you initiate with other people, God will take care of you. And then it says, this idea of the one who refreshes will be refreshed. The picture there is, is like somebody is dying of thirst. Have you ever been parched? You know, to the sense where you just you, you've said that, like I'm dying of thirst. Maybe you've worked out and you don't have any water, or you've just gone all day and you realize you've not had any water, and you just can't wait to get. The water and then you get that water that feeling of like oh that was good to be somebody who refreshes like this person who's parched and just longs for water and you you give it to them you, you take care of a specific need that they have so the one who refreshes the one who waters other people in their time of need they actually get refreshed so this is aligning with how god has designed community as you initiate to love people, God will take care of you. That happens directly through through him himself or through the community that you're helping to build. And so this this picture is one of, if you want refreshment and you want community and you want that strength and the energy that it can bring to your life, you have to choose to help build it. That is actually very difficult to keep in mind. Because many times, every time I walk into a situation, I'm usually thinking, what's in it for me? How is this going to benefit me? And the focus is on me and mine. And that kind of goes along with just this individualism that thrives in our culture. There's a study done in 2015 that looked at kind of the rise of individualism globally. They studied countries and how there's been the shift from kind of community and the we to individualism and me. And there is a study done specifically on books that had been written. And there's a percentage, I think it's up here on the, the, the screen, between 1960 and 2008, the words I, me, mine, my, myself, there's a 42% increase. So the focus just on me as an individual, what's in it for me. And then there's a decrease in we, us. Are Our, ourselves, and ours, 10% decrease. Now, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on here, but th- this is just a trend that books are trying to sell to people. And the way they sell is not talking necessarily about we. To sell to people, you need to talk about them and what's in it for them. And there's this increase in self-help books. And there's an increase in authors writing specifically to an individual person. And we further just exist in silos. But to experience community as God intends and to be refreshed, you actually have to push past this. You have to push past it within ourselves and the tendency we have to, to look out for ourselves first, which we all have. And then we have to push that past in culture where, you know, the selfie is supreme. It's about me framing my own life so others can see it. But what God promises is actually life so much better if you choose to push through this. If you choose to be generous and bless, God will bless you. If you choose to be a refreshment, you'll experience it. And I want to turn the corner and kind of walk through two key ways this happens. If you're kind of trying to experience uh, maybe your place here at Church in the Valley, we, we want you to do that. We want you to come to Church in the Valley and find a place where you can belong where you fit, where you can have relationships, when you can experience God's purpose for your life. That's why we exist as a church. But it happens in in, in two key ways. And I hope that this kind of provides some clarity on kind of where you are and maybe some next steps that, that you can have. Now, having said that, there's always multiple people in a room that are in different places. And so I encourage you to think through where you are and at your own pace, Decide, okay, this is where I am and this is where I need to head. Just ask God to show you just right now, even as I'm speaking, just God, show me where I am and where I need to head. And, And through his word and over time, he can do that. So you may want to ask him that even as I'm speaking. So here's two key ways within our church community where you can belong and experience this kind of refreshment. The first is to build friendships, to build any community. It actually comes really on the foundation of the friendships that are being built. Now, refreshment, new energy, new strength that appeals to us all. But I think all of us would agree that friends and friendships and growing relationships is also something that is so dear to all of us. None of us like to be alone. Even if you're introverted and you need some alone time from people, there's a sense in which you don't want to live your whole life isolated. There's no joy there. The reason is because it's not about personality. It's about design. God designed you to be in community. And so to experience refreshment, a place to belong, comes as you build friendships. Now, I want to describe this, kind of how the the early church in the New Testament, how, how they did this themselves. Now, Jesus taught crowds of people, but he trained disciples. And the disciples that he trained, he wanted them to really start the movement of Christianity and the starting of churches. And he kind of showed them how to do that. And he, you know, modeled his life and he gave them teaching and instruction. He did life with them over a period of three years. And then he was crucified, as was prophesied in the Old Testament. And he was buried and he rose again. And he came back and he appeared towards crowds and he appeared towards the disciples. And he gave them final instructions. You know, I I want you to make disciples of all the nations. You know, and and then the end will come. This idea of I want you to include people in this movement that I've included you in. And he commissioned them to help people come become followers of Jesus Christ. So that the the new church was left with, okay, well, let's do this. They were left with how do we be a church community of people who follow this Christ who was with us and now is, is not. And this was the beginning of the church. And there's this description in the book of Acts, which the, the book of Acts kind of is the first journey of the church after Jesus ascended, and it's the beginning of Christianity. And Acts is so helpful and instructive. But in this specific passage, it's describing in just a few verses the ways that this community inter, interacted. I, I want to share this with you. Acts two forty-six through forty-seven says this: "And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes." They received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. So this is a description of what was happening in kind of the first Christian community after Jesus left, after he ascended into heaven. And there's a few things that I just want to draw your attention to. First, the community is described as day by day. The church community, the people who were following Jesus, day by day, had interactions with each other. Now it could sound as you read that like, "Wow, the first church like didn't have jobs and all they did was just hung out all day." You're like, "Where's that church?" Actually, they they all worked for the most part. Everyone who was able and they worked long days, sun up to sundown. So, this day by day was happening before work, it was happening after work, but there was this continual gathering that they had in community. And notice it happened in two places. First, it happened in the temple. The temple would be like this it's a place where the Christian